0: God Conduit Media. going to be? be? Na, 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 you, it, you are now listening to the high Chester.
1: <laughs> rumble
2: rumble. Hey there all you happy mask salesmen. Welcome to another episode of Hyrule Podcasters! I'm your co-host, Ben. And I'm your co-host, Pat. And normally, on this podcast, we play through each game in Nintendo's Zelda franchise. But, this is a side quest. Patrick, what are we hearing on this week's side quest? Well, the last two weeks, since we're on our off-season, we did some interviews... Um,
0: including last week when we met with Chris and Hanny of the First Encounter podcast.
2: That's right. We are dropping season two, episode one, a terrible fate right into your ears. Right up, Patrick. In there. What up? What's this episode about?
0: Well, the First Encounter podcast is also an audio-only Let's Play, a lot like Hyrule Podcasters. But the shtick that they have going on is that the person playing the game has never played it before, and the other person has. So this season, they're playing Majora's Mask, which Chris has never played. So you kind of get their take on Zelda games and their background, and what they expect to happen, what Chris expects to happen in this season. Now, if you want to hear our interview with them, it's the previous episode in this in-betweener series. And you can listen to Ben mispronounce Hanny's name a hundred times. I'm so sorry. Times. I'm so sorry. You know, I feel like we can cut you some slack because we had a teacher named Mr. Haney in school. We totally did. And I think that's where you 100%. got that from.
2: <laughs> Shout out Mr.
0: Haney. So I think that it's fair. I don't think
2: we had a, a chance to explain it during the interview. I know. I. <laughs> but look, If you listen to the interview, I just stop kind of Saying his first name over the course of it. <laughs> what up? What up, H? I just like, just, like I always totally. pitch to Chris. Yeah. He's
0: hey, like, Chris, Chris, you Chris, you talk. Chris, you talk. It's it's a really fun interview. Um, back to this episode. Hyrule Podcasters is a clean podcast, and first encounter is not, so there is explicit language in this upcoming episode. Um, And that aside,
2: let's get dive into some Majora's Mask. If you hadn't had an opportunity to play through Majora's Mask, it's a delightful listen. Mm-hmm. If you've played through Majora's Mask, it is an incredible listen. You'll have so much fun. It might
0: even inspire you to pick up a copy of Majora's Mask for your 3DS... Uh, or by uh, 64 and plug back in and play along with them because they're only three episodes deep into this season. Yeah, they're just season. three episodes in. And don't worry, we're going to get back to our usual shtick soon as we announced in our last episode. We will be playing Ocarina of Time starting Woo, very soon. Buddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, all that said, I really hope that you all enjoy this episode of... The
2: First Encounter Podcast!
1: Ah, still potion!
3: Hey listener, First Encounter is an explicit podcast by grown-ups for grown-ups. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Hooah! Hooah! Ah orc Ork! Ork! Ork!
1: Or. Turn
3: that G D light off when we record. Yeah yeah. Mmm
1: bop. Da da do up. Yeah yeah. Hey. Hey, come out and play. Uh, What a treat. Um, Hanny, thank you for joining me on this fucking uh, delightful day. Hey, Um, thanks for having me. Thank you for me having you. Hmm. We're fucking back, dude. We're back. Here we are, season two, first encounter. Season
3: two. They said we couldn't do it. They
1: said we weren't going to make it. That, that was just you. You said we couldn't do it. Oh. You you said we, we wouldn't make it. Look at us now, though. <laughs> look at look at us go. Um, yeah. Uh, Majora's Mask. Coming yeah. Up, coming up presently. Pretty fucking cool. I'm, I'm real excited about it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's going to be a real good time. Uh, before that, though. Huh? We're changing a little, little bit about the episode. Oh, now what are we doing? Um, a, huh? our, our fun little bloops. a little little bloopies yeah my favorite part of the whole episode yeah yeah uh we're moving that to the end of the episode oh after the outro huh because we want you to listen to that and also we're gonna thank our new patrons we have new patrons yeah so many um i would love to hear some of them or uh, all of them if you'd like let's let's do all of them
3: all right hit me with it so we got huge thank you to brett massive thank you to ryan Great thanks to Hyrule Podcasters. Massive thanks to Nonstop Final Fantasy.
1: Humongous thanks to Seth. Big old giant thanks to Troidal Power. And humongous thank you to Julie. Also, a uh, special thanks to our X Potion tier members, uh, Nonstop Final Fantasy and Mary. <gasps>
3: thank you so much. Oh my goodness gracious. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You
1: know what else we have, Hanny?
3: What's that? Fucking producer. A producer? There's so- now a
1: producer. For the First Encounter podcast? Yeah, producer-level tier. Uh, thank you so much to Denise for Denise. supporting the production of all of this. This is incredible.
3: Thank you so much. So, so, so very much for becoming a producer-level patron and for making the show possible. Literally. Quite, quite literally. Quite literally. That's literally. <laughs> Without you, we would have one less host. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Mama. Um, Mama? Thank you so
1: much for supporting us.
3: Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty incredible. We would definitely not have the, the quality of the show that we do without all of you. So thank you all so, so very, very much.
1: Yeah, you helped us purchase these fancy new mics that we're using now.
3: Do you like the sound of my voice? Does it sound good? I really hope you do, because otherwise, why are you here listening to this <laughs> audio-only medium? <laughs> Oh, what a delight. It's Um, Chris's voice, isn't it? I knew it! (laughs) It was always Chris. I wish I had something glass to throw. (laughs) No, I'm not throwing these coffee cups. Just pull the
1: monitor down. I I bought these, no.
3: (laughs) No, I bought that too. (laughs) Chris, today is a momentous day. Not just because we are kicking off our very amazing Season 2, Episode 1, with our brand new video game, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Only one week late. Just the one. It's genuinely a little surprising that it's only one week, honestly, considering it's us. Look at us go. But, you know what? It's important to me that we take time to acknowledge today's gravitas, if you will. Because not only is it the release of our Season 2, Episode 1 premiere, but it's also... A day for celebration, because, Chris, we have our very first sponsor for the show. What? Yeah. Who the f- figment are you talking to? Well, Chris, I'm talking to Uncommon Coffee here in Vermont. Oh,
1: I love them. They're yeah. They're really
3: good. Great local shop here in Vermont. And you can also support them and us by going to UncommonVT.com and checking out their page where oh, that's mm. a delicious product right there Stop. what <laughs> you can support uncommon vt oh. oh my god i hate you i'm trying so hard to make this work i'm sorry it's just so yummy you can go to uncommonvt.com that's uncommon v as in victor t as in Timothy, oh. dot com, and purchase a bag of delicious coffee. Using our uh, sweet, sweet code. Using our sweet, sweet code. It's sweet, sweet. That's our new code. It's, it's not, sweet, sweet. No, you stop. <laughs> this is payback. <laughs> I felt like I had such
1: good steam going into that, and you were just like, what if I destroy this? I feel like I have such good coffee going into this. I hate what you. Which you can get at uncommonvt.com using our code GOODGOOD. Good. That's good good with no spaces, no dashes, straight up good. good. All temper- lowercase? All uh, it does matter. Nice. Yeah. Get ten percent off.
3: Go to uncommonvt.com and check out their shop. They have some delicious coffees, they have some really cool shirts, they also have a coffee subscription. Check it all out. It's really, really awesome. Although
1: if you do the subscription, you don't get the coupon code. Doesn't work on the subscription. That's That's fine. That's fine. That's fair. Yeah. What are we uh what what are we drinking today, Annie?
3: This is Ethiopia Layou, I believe is how you pronounce it. However Nowhere on the internet had the ability to tell me how to pronounce it because... Nowhere. Because the internet sucks. Nowhere on the internet. I tried for 12 minutes to find <laughs> how to pronounce it because I wanted to make sure I was pronouncing it right. It's really fucking good. Really, really tasty. Uh, this actually stands alone great on its own. No need for cream. No need for sugar. It's it's real, real good. I was going to remark, no additives for you this time. No, it uh, doesn't need them. No, it's, no. it's really good. Yeah. It's good coffee. Fantastic coffee, fantastic people. It helps them out. It helps us out. Every, everyone wins. What a treat. Yeah. UncommonVT.com. With that, for season two, I'm giving up the reins of the controller, and Chris is giving up the reins of uh, story lead, and oh. we're swapping spaces. I am rosy-cheeked and eager for you to bring me on this journey. Perfect. So for this journey, I have decided that I want Chris to play one of my favorite games of all time. Also considered one of the best games of all time. This is true. However, it is, as per First Encounter style, one that Chris has never played before. It's true. We are going to throw Chris into The Legend of Zelda, Majora's Mask. Yeah. So, Chris, why don't you open up a little bit and tell me about your history with uh, Zelda as a whole first. I believe that I'm going to try to, without going back and copying our first episode for Final Fantasy, I'm going to try to copy our Final Fantasy episode. <laughs> so uh, I think I'm, I'm going to just try to stick to the same pattern. So talk to me about your, your relationship with Zelda first.
1: So my relationship with Zelda as a whole is not very broad. Um, I had a Nintendo 64 growing up. That was my second console perfect and the first or second game it was either zelda ocarina of time or it was super smash brothers can't remember what i got first but ocarina of time was the first zelda game i played and it was one of the best games i had ever played at that time i think final fantasy 7 and ocarina of time
3: i would hope that that's still the case honestly because yeah. ocarina of time is a just
1: masterpiece it's one of the few games that i've gone back and played again So I loved Ocarina of Time. I thought it was incredible. Um, I thought the gameplay, the exploration, the world, just everything was phenomenal. But past that, I've only really dabbled, uh, touch my toesies into the very deep water of the Zelda universe. There's a lot of water there. Yeah, so I've played a couple minutes of Wind Waker um when you say a
3: couple minutes you mean literally a i mean couple literally minutes?
1: i didn't get through the first dungeon
3: oh literally a couple minutes a couple got minutes. it
1: <laughs> um twilight princess um i've watched people play breath of the wild yep i've touched the mobile games a little bit but really my zelda experience mostly stopped at ocarina of time specifically as much as i love it at the adult water temple Perfect. Yes. <laughs> um, so that that's my Zelda experience.
3: <laughs> Ideal. Um, on that note, when you said mobile, you've touched the mobile. Do you mean handheld? Yes. Okay. I was going to say, I didn't know there was mobile version. I'm sure there is, but I haven't. I don't. Oh, oh, you mean like phone
1: mobile? Yeah. 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 yeah.
3: yeah. I mean, uh, handheld. Perfect. Um, excellent. So I would say you are less than average in terms of most people in our field and their relationship with the Legend of Zelda
1: which is absolutely perfect for what we're going here the main reason for that is really after the Nintendo 64 I completely switched to PlayStation for my consoles so <laughs> and
3: Final Fantasy 7 yeah, just yeah, steamrolled
1: yeah. everything perfect yeah. well I mean Final Fantasy 10 9 eight like yeah. really you know yeah
3: all right so I think one thing that I would love to do before we get into what you know about Majora's mask is all of it <laughs> you know the whole thing I know it all yeah it's yeah. perfect Is um, just kind of discuss a little bit what we think the differences are going to be between how we approached FF7 and how we're approaching Majora's Mask. Because they are obviously very different games. They can't really be pigeonholed into the same uh, kind of genre or game style or platform or really anything. Like, they're very different. So I think... Overall, the format of First Encounter isn't going to change. We'll still do the playthroughs with conversation. We'll have the talk through after. We'll mix it all together in the same way. What do you perceive is going to be different,
1: though, going forward? So this this is going to touch on a little bit of what I assume I know about Majora's Mask. But I would guess that the story structure itself isn't as structured as Final Fantasy. So it's going to be more open to what I'm going to pursue in the game. Okay. You're making expressions at me. Yep, don't worry about it. From what I understand of uh, Majora's Mask, I think it's a lot of side quests and like doing what you want in the order you want, maybe. Uh, We'll see. But I I figure I'm going to be less guided by the story. Overarching story. Yeah. Yeah. And mm, it's going to be more kind of your struggles figuring out how we um, guide some kind of semblance of... Uh, momentum I, suppose. I think
3: i i think you're not entirely wrong um i do think that there is certain parts of the game that i'm definitely going to want you to not miss and unfortunately like final fantasy 7 there is a lot you could just walk by without even acknowledging it mm. um i think to aid me with this in uh, guiding you, I'm, I'm going to bring over my Majora's Mask original um, guidebook and not let you look at it, but um, use it as a kind of a post, because like you said, with the difference between this and Final Fantasy VII is that the structure is going to be fundamentally different. So I don't perceive too much of a departure from classic Chris Haney shenanigans. I mean, it's still us.
1: It's still us. I think the struggle is really going to be your time walking the fine line between guidance and letting me just roam and go crazy
3: it's going to be interesting for i think us to both be on the other side of this i'm yes. i'm actually looking forward to it because it's going to be i think really hard for me to not spoil because i am who i am excellent and i think it's going to be really hard for you to not be to be playing the game and not be the one that's just like sitting back smug <laughs> i do have
1: a a little bit of a control control uh, <laughs> I won't say issue but streak in me when it comes to these sorts of things so it's yes. going to be very different yeah yeah it'll be good for you
3: Little, little bit of a therapy lesson I'd say yeah yeah perfect I think that's all I want to touch on in terms of what's going to be different so let's do something that's the same Chris <laughs> go ahead and just lay on me what you think Majora's Mask is okay let me grab my notebook here so I can make sure that we
1: visit these points again in the future please so I think a big difference between where I'm starting with Majora's Mask and where you started with Final Fantasy VII is I have done a little bit of background research into Zelda in general, and that's touched on Majora's Mask a little bit. That being without context, that could make it worse, honestly. <laughs> so let's see. Right off the bat, I think Majora's Mask, the way I understand it is it's connected in some way to ocarina of time i don't know whether the ending branches from ocarina of time or whether it has something to do with the timey-wimey shenanigans of ocarina of time (laughs) i love that yeah i i think that um majora's mask is somehow branched from ocarina of time in some way okay um i know that there's a skull kid i don't really know what that means but it's a it's a kid he's got a mask um, and I guess he finds the Majora's Mask? I don't know. Um, he summons a moon to destroy the Earth, and the moon crashes in three days, and you have to stop that from happening. I think the Majora's Mask, the titular character, if you will. I will. Um, <laughs> Particularly because you said titular. Yeah, it's an excellent word. Excellent word. Um, I think that's possessed or is evil or something, and it's maybe controlling Skull Kid... Aside from that, I know that you are collecting masks yourself that let you turn into different uh, species, I guess, of the Zelda world. Okay. So I'm pretty sure you can become a merman. Okay. <laughs> a, um, one of those leafy things that spits at you. <laughs> yep. Um, one of, you know, one so of those, this is what that feels like, huh? Yeah, one of those things that spit seeds at you. Huh. We've all encountered them. I didn't
3: realize that this is what you feel like all
1: the time, and I feel like I want to apologize to you. <laughs> I I should know what they're called, but I, I just can't. Shroom, Shroomba? No, that's like a Mario. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> the seed spitters, you can turn into one of them. I think I think you can turn into a merman, um, a.k.a. whatever the fuck they're called. And I think you can turn into a... Goron I do remember that name
3: how is Goron the one that comes up for you I don't fucking can know. you
1: describe a Goron for me yeah they're rocky boys um they're like stout round figures that eat rocks and roll around on the ground and you have to stop them so you can get something that lets you go into a lizard's tummy to blow it up or something I don't know that was a boss or something that happened in Ocarina of Time right? that's probably the most true statement you've had yeah, to this point yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so I know you I, I'm pretty sure you can turn into those three things I don't know about other masks you can collect. Um, I think you're a kid the whole time. Um, In Ocarina of Time, you transition between adult and child link. And I think in Majora's Mask, you're a kid. And you're going around and doing side quests and like helping people with their tasks in this world that is inevitably ending. And you can use your Ocarina to turn back time. And I think that's probably where a lot of the puzzly elements If I could turn back time, I would find a way to stop
3: that meteor from crashing into
1: Gaia. (laughs) Because in this case, it's a moon. Oh, also the moon has a face. It looks scary. It laughs at you. I know that because I've seen that everywhere. I think meteor is missing a face in Final Fantasy 7. Yeah, I think we could probably work on that.
3: I also don't know that I realize the parallels between... Majora Majora's and Mask in Final, Final Fantasy 7 until you mentioned that <laughs> just now.
1: Yeah. Um, but I think that's really everything I know about the game itself. I know the development was like, I don't know if it was the Ocarina team, but basically it was a team of people who were like told to make a Zelda game in like a year and they were like, yep. fuck, I guess. So
3: the game was developed in less than two years, which is bonkers. And it was, I believe, the first Zelda game to feature the use of the Game Pack which for the N64 was an expansion that went into the machine and allowed for better. It was basically like a a boost that allowed you to have better graphics, better uh, performance, et cetera. And the game required the use of that because the graphics were so pumped up from uh, Ocarina even.
1: Okay. I didn't realize it was uh, that much of a step.
3: And the uh, creative team lead, I believe, for this was uh, Shigure Miyamoto, Right. So you know it's going to be good.
1: Yeah. 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 I I do know Zelda is a silent protagonist. <laughs> Zelda is the silent protagonist.
3: I'm writing it down. <laughs> I misspoke. No, no. You, you said what you said. Zelda. Zelda's the one who goes, hit, hit,
1: yeah, right? <laughs>
3: and do you want to know something fun? This is not a spoiler at all. Sure. The voice actor that goes, hit, hit, yeah, yeah. in Ocarina of Time, for the adult yeah. link, it's the same voice actor... That does the guy in Gurren Lagan who has the blonde hair and claws. Oh, with the V. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The one you you cosplayed. Yeah, I, I cosplayed him once. Yeah, a long time ago. Yeah. Excellent. Very cool. Yeah.
1: The Japanese voice actor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: I've never watched it in English. And I don't think they bothered changing the voice because it was just. Nah! <laughs> Excellent. Um. Perfect. So, I think that's. Interesting. Uh, one thing I'd like to do is a rundown of the characters in Majora's Mask, because the fun thing with the Zelda games is that they usually have the same recurring cast. So I want to see what you know about the cast of characters. Obviously, there's no party like there would be in a typical JRPG, but there is uh, quite a large cast of characters that are very important uh, to the overall story. So I'd love to hear a little bit about maybe even just like who carries over from Ocarina of Time.
1: Right. Right. So, this this is a good timing for this, because I was going to say, I don't know if these characters make an appearance in Majora's Mask, but Ganondorf, um, big character. We got Zelda, the titular princess. If you will. If you will. Um, I will, by the way. Who is, I don't know, she's connected to the Triforce somehow. Oh, this is going to be so much better than I was anticipating. Whatever. <laughs> um, we got Sheik, one of my old mains from Smash Brothers, who is... Also Zelda, but Zelda has some teacher who like taught her to be chic or something. I think mm-hmm. from some tribe. I think I think uh Ganondorf was also from that tribe. Maybe maybe not. I could be. Hmm. I'm backing that up based on your face.
3: No 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 no. Please continue. Um,
1: so. uh <laughs> Da-da-da, do uh, Der- do valley Gerudo Valley? valley <laughs> daruda sandstorm daruda sandstorm Sandstorm is a song yes (laughs) whatever and gerudo valley is a place yes and i think ganondorf was a member of the gerudo tribe or something i can't remember in
3: ocarina of time
1: okay um so their characters at least in ocarina of time link is the silent protagonist i
3: was gonna say link link was really far down that list
1: (laughs) Eh, whatever i already
3: said zelda (laughs) are you gonna keep his name as link in the game Yeah, yeah yeah always do
1: um so link is a silent protagonist i guess there's skull kid who i don't think was in i don't think skull kids were in ocarina of time maybe they were in the forgotten woods or wherever the fuck link's town was called uh kakariko village something kakariko something like that
3: i want you to know just how fucking good it feels to be on the other side of this microphone I,
1: i can't wait to especially because i do
3: feel confident in my zelda knowledge and this is really fun for me right now great
1: i'm glad you're having a good time yeah you're sweating, um, please. <laughs> there are some boys in leather um, <laughs> on motorcycles, obviously. Obviously, I mean, Z- uh, Link has a motorcycle in uh, fucking Wind, not Wind Waker. Uh, Breath, Breath of the, of the Wild. Wild, yeah.
3: Does he really? Yeah, I haven't played Breath of the Wild yet. It might be a DLC. I've, well, I, it's not that I haven't played it. I haven't gotten very far in it yet. Yeah, because all my video game time is spent playing Final Fantasy VII. Still. As well, it should be
1: perfect. Okay, so Link. I said Link. Um, Skull Kid. I can't. I don't know if he's from anything in ocarina of time but he's there and i know the smiling mask salesman only because of the fucking memes on the internet and his creepy song that's played backwards and ben whatever the fuck that was but yeah the smiling mask or the happy mask salesman maybe um
3: i'm not correcting you i'm just writing my down whatever you say
1: he's 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 in there um i know there's a spider family they're like cursed and they're half skull tulas, half people Hmm. Um. Are the Gold Skull Tulas still in this as collectibles? I don't know about that. I'm not gonna tell you. That's fine. Um. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if there's like bosses or dungeons in this one. I know that's a like Zelda trope, so I would assume there are, but I don't know. I don't feel like I ever hear about them when I read about Majora's Mask. And um, is Tingle's in it? He's a character from Zelda, right? Tingle. <laughs> His Ah! <laughs> that doesn't mean anything to me but i know it's a character it's like a green T- tingle is a character it's a green in... tight wearing balloon flying uh messenger
3: i don't know tingle is a character in the zelda series okay i'm not gonna tell you if he's in majora's mask Perfect.
1: i think that's all the characters i can think of like Perfect. There's, I, I mean the there's the like mermaid king and princess what the fuck are they called don't worry about it we'll we'll get there goron's and the, uh, uh, <laughs> you can't look it up, I can't remember, yeah, and you can't look it up, the mer people, whatever, perfect, um, they live in the Black Lake outside of Hogwarts, right, yeah, totally, yeah, with the squid, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, uh, I think that's all I know, like the gorans exist, the mer people exist, uh th- yeah, that's those perfect. those are the characters, as far as I'm concerned, that's everyone who makes an appearance in the game,
3: I was genuinely worried about how this series was gonna go
1: until we started recording this i don't know if this is the same feeling you had when we did our first episode of final fantasy 7 do you feel like a moron yes but specifically i i thought i knew a lot more about zelda than i do
3: yeah turns out i thought i knew a lot about ff7 and didn't know shit about it yeah dude i didn't know that there was fucking electricity in the game and the main villain is an electric company and i said as such but then i didn't know that there would be electrical things after that like
1: yeah i never thought about that
3: yeah no like it's just there's absolutely like you think you know so much until you get to the point where you're like where someone asks you about it and then you're like uh uh," yeah yeah yeah. and also at least half of what you said is just ocarina of time spilled over (laughs) there's a horse epona epona is a character in the zelda series (laughs) fuck you <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is really exciting <laughs> for me interesting interesting <laughs> scrawl scrawl scroll. excuse
3: me let me quote chris opponent's eight throw it out
1: <laughs> uh zelda is the titular main character of zelda <laughs> <laughs> zelda the silent protagonist that oh, fuck. they are <laughs> uh oh link has like a girlfriend that's not a girlfriend some chick he grew up with from his village but he's not one of them, I don't think. All right, sure. He's the hero of time. There's Triforces. There's three goddesses. Yeah,
3: that's all. That's I, everything. That's, I feel like you told me more than I'm telling you right now in the, our first recording episode. But I am going to say that you're getting a lot of crossed wires from what I can tell.
1: I, I mean, all I know is Ocarina of Time.
3: You're, li- <laughs> you're basically just throwing everything you think you know from Ocarina of Time into I, this game. I was game. assuming
1: that uh, Majora's Mask was Ocarina of Time, I, but, uh, but with a moon that destroyed the Earth.
3: That's, You've that's said what I thought it wronger was. Wronger things
1: before that okay, statement. Perfect. <laughs> I think the main reason I didn't play this game, I always got the impression that it was a very grim game. And I was just never, I never wanted to pursue that feeling you in a video game. You didn't want to be in that spot. Yeah, in that yeah. place. So what's changed now? <laughs> I guess I don't need to pursue games are fantasy escapes at this point right it's weird to say because final fantasy 7 is not like a happy game
3: i would say 75 percent of the time it's grim like there's funny parts for sure yeah but i think a lot of that might just be the joy of us playing it together and making light of certain situations
1: yeah could be could be
3: i will give you one tidbit if you will it is a very no, 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 grim no, no. game oh excellent it is extremely dark in comparison to others all the games i always find all the games pretty dark though personally like i always feel like there's a sadness in every game a melancholy yeah like the you're familiar with the concept of the hero of time so i don't feel like i have to fully avoid that but Mm. i think the weight that that soul carries is really really depressing right like as the hero of time you're reincarnated over and over and over again to be the person that needs to be you know and that's in the grand scheme of of zelda you're you're reincarnated as the person that is needed to save the world over and over again so you're only ever living through the world's darkest moments that's real grim it's really grim and i've always carried that through zelda games where i'm just like this is really upsetting like link is a very tragic character
1: yeah i've never thought about that yeah
3: i think of it have you ever read the castaways of the flying dutchman no by brian shocks so really, really good book series by Brian Jocks, who wrote the Redwall series, which is probably what he's best known for. But it's about a immortal boy and his dog who are basically summoned to certain areas by people in need to help them resolve, like help them learn how to like fix their own issues. It's a really good story, but there's this overarching sadness because... By the time you meet him, he's already several hundred years old and has done this before, and he knows he can't get attached or like make real friends with the people he's helping because he has to leave as soon as the problem's solved.
1: So is his dog immortal, too? Yes. The dog is also immortal and can speak only with him. Man, you add immortality into anything, it's immediately like a bummer.
3: It's a huge bummer. Yeah. Particularly the soul of the Hero of Time. You just live like this circle of life over and over again only to know that you're going to go away. You're going to die. You're going to be put to sleep for years, whatever, have you, only to be woken up to try and make connections and try to help people and then not be able to live your happy ever
1: after. What a treat.
3: Yeah. Thanks for that. Perfect. I just want you to carry that feeling going into this game for me. Love it. Yeah, ideal, really. Mm. (laughs) The last thing that we talked about in uh, our kind of first kickoff uh, our, our number one episode from season one was like what we wanted to get out of this yeah um, so I think that's probably changed a little bit now. So back then mostly what we wanted to get out of it was we wanted to do something together as best friends and Final Fantasy 7 was something that really needed to I feel like happen to bridge our, our gap. I don't think that Majora's mask has the same importance on it to our friendship to a degree, although I'm very violent against you whenever you say you haven't played it. So maybe I I could be going a little off there. But what are you hoping to get out of season two of First Encounter?
1: Well, I I do have to say right off the bat that I remember you talking about Majora's Mask since we were in middle school. Yes.
3: So I understand its importance to you. So this is probably a game that I played around the same time we were playing FF7. Right. We were definitely in middle school at the peak of our
1: youthful friendship at the time. Yeah. What would I like to get out of this? Um, I'd like to think at this point first encounter is it's not in the position of fragile collapse that i was nervous about it being when we first started doing this
3: i don't even fear it collapsing anymore i mean obviously like in the back of my head i would hate for something to happen that means we'd have to stop doing this but
1: i don't feel like either of us are gonna like drop out we're not gonna just stop one day and
3: be like oh let's not do
1: that anymore yeah Yeah. (laughs) that was terrible why am i doing this to myself (laughs) why did we do this for a year and a (laughs) half (laughs) i guess um what i'm most nervous about and most interested did in maintaining across the seasons is our enthusiasm right and not the structure but being able to transfer the storytelling yep. over to other games and this is going to be the first kind of test of that i think
3: that's something we're probably going to have to test every season and i think um obviously there it's going to have a different vibe you know it's going to not be join hanny on this journey it's gonna be join chris on this journey which Ugh. we're just two different people but i think People who are going to listen to season two are most likely people who have listened to season one or have a heavy vested interest in the Legend of Zelda series. Right. So I think what we'll probably end up having is people who just stick around because they like us and want to just hear more from us. But I'm also really excited to get you in front of the mic more and uh force force the conversations out of <sighs> you, because that's gonna be a, a good time for me.
1: Yeah, that's my follow-up because I handpicked you if you will <laughs> from your myriad of friends <laughs> um because i enjoy your enthusiasm and your what's the right word you're you're just very like open yeah. um with your personality and your friendliness and your general hanniness yeah yeah you're very open about your hanniness and i know i am a i'm much... gonna show you my hanniness after this recording Beep. <laughs> um i'm i'm a much more closed person and i don't like being the center of attention so i am very curious how this is going to feel with you being the leader if you will yeah having me as the
3: i don't know that i'll be able to stop talking enough i sure hope not to make it that much different but yeah i think for me i'm really just excited to watch you play a game because you've gotten to watch me play a game for a year and a half and you've seemed to really enjoy it and i'm really looking forward to just kicking back with a coffee or a beer and just watching a video game
1: especially one of my favorite games of all time being played just remember that everything you've put me through for the past year and a half i'm gonna pay back tenfold remember that that door swings
3: both ways and you have put me through a lot on this (laughs) side as well excellent perfect (laughs) awesome i think my kind of last question is uh what can fans expect from uh, from season two? Dear, dear, dear me! I'm trying to just touch on our same yeah. points from uh, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, season I think, one, episode one. I think our listeners can expect just more of our shenanigans. Um, it's going to be interesting to see if we continue to evolve because I know when we started first encounter, it had a very different feel, at least to me, um, than where we have ended up now, both in terms of recording and just how comfortable we are behind the mics and yeah. like interacting. So hopefully we'll continue to improve um, both in just quality of recording and also in... Um, quality of self. Quality. Well, I wouldn't go, <laughs> go that far. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think just more of that good, good, entertaining content.
3: Do you know what I'm really looking forward to? What's it? Voices.
1: Oh, that's another thing because there's so there's many... There's a
3: lot of speaking characters so, in Zelda. Okay,
1: because that's another thing that I assume I know about... Majora's Mask and Zelda as a whole in that most characters don't actually have voices but they have sounds that kind of play whenever they talk
3: oh yeah I would say that's true yeah yeah I'll I'll give you that one that that I would say is true at least in in the older games okay
1: yeah so yeah it'll be interesting to apply our talents uh to so many different I'm very excited for colorful characters yeah it's
3: also gonna be really funny to not have as you said a silent protagonist so to not have a voice for the main character be really funny either that or just the
1: dead silence for a few minutes (laughs) it's also going to be interesting because we don't have like a core party so we're going to be developing like different voices as we play the whole time and it's
3: gonna we're gonna go possibly months in between hearing a certain character speak because you'll you might do one thing and then you know go do a whole other mission that takes a couple of months to get through and then Finally get back to that beats and be like, oh, what was that voice? Excellent. <laughs> is there any other final thoughts you have for this game that is not Final
1: Fantasy? Um, Yeah. I mean, if, if you've made it this far, thank you so much. Like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know how Chris and I barely made it this far. <laughs> no. <laughs> it, it means a lot. Really, really does. But also, if you came here primarily for Final Fantasy, give it a listen. Keep going. Yeah.
3: There's a lot of great games out there and I think one thing that Chris and I are both hoping to open ourselves up to is other games and sharing games with others so for Chris Final Fantasy 7 was extremely important for him to share with me and with our audience as a whole and now for me it's extremely important to take what Chris has created for Final Fantasy 7 and carry it forward with the same exuberance and brightness and community that we've grown in season one and Continue to grow and improve it in season two with The Legend of Zelda. One of the reasons I chose this game in particular was because it has a big enough following to make it so it's still accessible for a lot of people. Like, the chances are pretty good that if you've played Final Fantasy VII, you've probably played a Zelda game. Mm. Maybe not Majora's Mask, but you've probably played Ocarina of Time or Breath of the Wild or one of those. And that's not necessarily true, but the chances are pretty good. And this game is also from around the same era, so we're still trying to work with the people that we've made connections with. And I think... I'm hoping that those people that came for Final Fantasy VII stay for dessert yeah (laughs) oh god
1: (laughs) yeah i mean just lost my train of thought
3: i love trains shit that's probably gonna be the worst part about this ass not enough trains. not
1: enough trains
3: i'm gonna just say not enough trains so there's a train potentially potentially there could be anything really you have no idea one thing that's gonna be really fun is i pinioned all of my thoughts about final fantasy 7 from what i gleaned from kingdom hearts and advent children yes so you're going to do the same thing with ocarina of time with probably about the same distance between and Super smash brothers
1: oh boy <laughs> which we Donkey kong a... makes an appearance right uh, i know he's i know he's a mario character is he also a zelda character not to my knowledge
3: hmm. but i mean goron's had to come from somewhere <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think that's probably a good spot unless you're yeah no us.
3: i think uh with that uh <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in for this little kickoff for episode one and can't wait to see you in episode two season two of season two the legend of zelda chris's mask uh, yeah <laughs> yeah thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time bye bye Thanks so much for listening to the First Encounter podcast. If you want the journey to continue, please support us at Patreon.com/FirstEncounter. Find our socials and contact info at FirstEncounterPodcast.com. Please stop by and say hey. Our intro and outro music is by Alden Zack.
0: Cannot wait to tune into Chris's. Mask. I know that sounds yeah.
2: enticing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a stupendous. Marvelous episode. Yeah, it really makes me excited to dive into
0: the rest of it. They already have two episodes. Their format's like a little bit different than ours. Yeah,
2: really neat where they pre they play and then they come back and comment on top of that. It's it's a really interesting a lot like No Cat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a it's a really cool way to to go about
0: Going it. Going about it.
2: Well, with that, this has been another episode of Hyrule Pub podcaster's kind of Thanks everybody. You're beautiful. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Hyrule Podcasters. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at High Hyrule Podcasters and on Twitter at Hyrule
2: Podcaster. As always, this episode was produced by Patrick, and we'd like to thank Lieutenant Head Trip for composing original music for the podcast, including our theme song. Additionally, if you'd like to directly support us, you can head over to our Patreon page. Patreons get early access to episodes and more. Links to everything can be found in the show notes. And be sure to rate and review us in Apple Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Odd
0: Conduit Media